This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 249. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and yes, even those of you who are simply veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I'm one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. In today's episode of our podcast, we're going to be sharing some information about the healing property of herbs. And now this was a suggestion by one of our peas and carrots. What up, guys? (laughs) This was a a peas and carrots request or suggestion from Christiane Cost. I think that's how you Mm -hmm. pronounce her last name. Uh, So we greatly appreciate you giving us that recommendation. We found some awesome information that we are happy to share. But before we get into that, we do have a new rating. A new rating. Yes, this is from Kansas City Diana. Kansas City Diana. <laughs> sounds like a song from the 70s, right? Uh, yeah, sort Kansas of. Kansas City Diana. Or really cool name of, of uh, like a protagonist in a Western. Yeah, right? right? Have awesome. you talked to Kansas City Diana? Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> All right. So Kansas City Diana. What, what, what says, you mean my Texas accent? Yeah. Have you talked to no, no. that what was that? No. <laughs> we already determined that we don't do accents very well. No, Remember yeah. the very first uh yes. few episodes we did? We tried to do some silly stuff and one yeah, of they them were we, awful. We had to actually YouTube some of the accents <laughs> and we still did horribly. But yeah, we did. Whatever. Whatever. Whatevs, as the kids say. <laughs> All right. <laughs> She always laughs at me when I say stuff like that. Okay, so Kansas City Diana says, love this, and thanks for being so inclusive and fun. Awesome. Well, thank you, Kansas City Diana, for that review. Yes, greatly appreciated. Every new review in iTunes helps other people find us, makes us very relevant in the search. I can't tell you how many people, so uh, I refer to the Peas and Carrots Society, which is our closed Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarians and if you're interested in joining that group we always ask uh new members or prospective members a couple of questions and when i ask how they found us a lot of them say through an itunes search Mm -hmm. of vegetarian and the reason we come up high in that search is because well first of all we've been around forever but second of all because of people (laughs) that have uh left us a rating mm-hmm. that makes right. iTunes says, yay, we're going to help other people find this popular podcast. So right. thank you very much. Awesome. Are we ready to jump into this very interesting topic? Yeah, let's do it. And let, let, let's not waste any time because this is a lot of stuff here. Yeah. And I had to I had to cut this one short even on the, the all the stuff that I wanted to include, but we just didn't have, we don't have time or be a two-hour podcast. Well, what's cool about topics like this is we can spin off into subtopics too. So that's what's really cool. So similar to some of the some you know when we do a high level of, for example, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of something, something, some like other topic protein. we've done. Okay, yeah, protein that could easily spin off into multiple subtopics. Mm-hmm. So right. you know you might give a high level, but so this consider this the higher level. Ah, oh, awesome. Okay, the so 101. 101. Herbs 101. <laughs> All right, so just a couple of quick notes before we really get into the specific uh, things. So as we always say, you know, always consult your physician before taking any herbal supplements. Uh, just like we say, always consult a doctor before, you know, you start a new diet or before you, uh, you know, change things up. Uh, 
always consult a doctor, your doctor with herbal supplements. And the reason for that is that some of these uh, can interfere with other medications that you may be taking. Or if you have certain medical conditions, uh, or if you're pregnant, for example, uh, some of certain herbs or, or essential oils of from herbs may cause problems with with certain conditions or medications. So you know, that being said, adding fresh herbs to your food in order to reap their health benefits, you know, that's kind of a, that's kind of a, a a little bit different thing, right? So it's different from commercially prepared supplements, that is, or even from essential oils, because those are kind of concentrated, (laughs) concentrated or distilled, you know, down to their, their kind of essential (laughs) elements. Uh, Whereas eating the whole fresh herb, you're getting, you're also getting the whatever fiber is there, um, and the other nutrients altogether. Mm. And then, um, second thing is there, there are many, there are lots and lots of edible herbs and edible flowers even, you know, uh, but we'll be focusing on ones that are common. So ones that can be readily found in stores or that are easy to grow at home. And then a lot of, um, like we mentioned, or like I mentioned, even though we'll be talking a lot about essential oils that are derived from these herbs, it just goes without saying that adding fresh herbs to your meals or preparing herbal teas is really a great way to kind of not just get the the um, medicinal value from the, the essential oils, but also get the nutritional value from any vitamins and minerals that and, you know, any fiber that's in those herbs themselves, the whole plant. Okay. Uh, Now, just for some general information, the oils in the herbs are really what's responsible for their medicinal properties. And this goes back ancient, ancient Mm -hmm. times, herbs being used for medicinal, for their medicinal qualities. Uh, Herbs also contain phytochemicals, including a variety of anti-inflammatories, antibacterials, and antioxidants. You know, just a side note here, too, I forget about that. And I, I am not one, and I don't think we really cook with herbs all that much. And I think it's because I think about just the flavoring of the herb and forget about some of the other benefits of cooking with the herbs. Yeah. So does that make sense? Like I just forget that yeah. it's not just about flavoring. It's about nutrients. Nutrients. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of people don't even think about that either. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, oh, this makes it taste good or, you know, oregano on pizza or oregano and, in, in, you know, whatever. It makes it, it enhances the flavor, but there's actually a lot more to them. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and get into some of the herbs specifically. All right. So let's talk about, and I, I chose, let's see, I think six. And I should say, I, I just before we go on, Larissa is doing this all, she's talking and everything, with a 45-pound dog on her lap, <laughs> <laughs> who still thinks that she is a 12-pound puppy. <laughs> yeah, she's a lap dog uh, of sorts. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, she wasn't settling down. Normally, she settles down, you know, eventually when we do this, Cosmos passed out on the floor mm-hmm. next to me, but she was a little bit restless and... When she gets that way, she wants to get up in my lap. So it's like a toddler. Yeah. And you know, uh, Cosmo is seventy-five pounds, so it's a good thing we he doesn't want to do that. Yeah, he only <laughs> does that when I'm sitting on the floor. If I'm sitting mm-hmm. on the floor, he sits on my lap. So. <laughs> 
Anyway, all right. So let's start. So uh, I just counted while you were talking, and I I chose eight. Eight, eight herbs. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, I had a list of like 20. Well, again, I was <laughs> going to say we could go on forever, and that might, uh, this could spawn another, you know, part two. So mm-hmm. that's good. Absolutely. All right. Uh, so let's talk first about basil. So there are 35 varieties of basil, which is a lot. Um, and, you know, there's a variety called holy basil. Holy basil, holy Batman. Basil. <laughs> That was bad. That's something I would have said. Uh, All right. So it's called holy basil, and it's also called Tulsi. In India, it's called Tulsi, T-U-L-S-I. And so this is the variety that is touted to have the most medicinal properties. It's anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, uh, and it's also considered to be what's called an adaptogen. That means that it helps the body respond to uh, stress and adapt and to fight disease. Now, Italian basil is the most commonly used variety for cooking. And that but the, and that also, I mean, holy basil is like the holy grail of basils. <laughs> That's bad. Um, but Italian basil is not without its benefits. Uh, it's high in antioxidants, magnesium, and vitamins A and K. Is that what we had growing here? Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. It's very common. Um, it is, yeah. So uh, that that's just a little bit about basil. I mean, that's we didn't go into a whole lot of detail with basil, but so chamomile. Let's talk about chamomile though, because that you know everybody knows what when you're when you're uh, you can't sleep. What do you do? You drink chamomile tea, mm-hmm. right? All right. So chamomile flowers contain high levels of antioxidants. And the th- good thing about chamomile is it's so mild. This, was, this is why it's good for sleep and, and relaxation. It's just so mild and it's so calming that it really has almost no known negative side effects. So uh, chamomile leaves, as we just mentioned, are popularly used in teas. And then essential oil uh, is the really the best way. And essential oil with a lot of these is the best way to to access a lot of the um, health type benefits. So all of the antioxidants in anti did I say that right? Antioxidant. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Like it's, it's like spelling certain words yeah, sometimes, and then it just you, wrong. you look at it and you think, is that right? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, well, I did that. I did that with your name so one time I years so. ago. It's weird, right? Yeah, I did that with your name. I was it was. <laughs> writing your name for something and all of a sudden it was just wrong and i must have i must have looked at it for 10 minutes and i was like i can't believe this i don't know my girlfriend's i, I can't recognize if it's right or not <laughs> but anyway all right so some okay. of the potential benefits are or other potential benefits other than what you just talked about of chamomile all right of chamomile helps fight anxiety and depression is a natural season seasonal allergy fighter anti-inflammatory which you already mentioned may help relieve muscle spasms may relieve symptoms of pms which and i who have doesn't heard. need that <laughs> well <laughs> well i guess the guys don't. half of us <laughs> uh helps with insomnia provides relief for gastrointestinal intestinal issues which i have heard that as well and chamomile oils may also speed the healing of bug bites relieve itching and act as a natural eczema remedy mm. i have not heard that now see that i hadn't heard so that's good. And you know, I'm and chamomile is another one that's that's pretty easy to grow. I used to grow it when I before I 
decided that I was going to murder everything. Um, I don't know if that was a conscious decision, but it just kind of happened. You have the best intentions. I know. I know. Intentions doesn't grow basil. No. <laughs> right? Yeah. But I did have chamomile for a while. And I mean, it, it's a nice, pretty little plant. It was. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, let's let's move on then. Let's do uh, echinacea. 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 And every time I see that word, I think of echidna. Which is uh, an animal in Australia, I think. It's an Australian little thing. But it's uh, Sonic's little buddy on uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, and I that had little no red idea one, what that little thing the was. The little red yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was an echidna. So oh, No idea. Anyway. We're just full of fun, funky, little useless <laughs> facts today, aren't we? All right. So getting back to echinacea. Uh, so echinacea is also known as the pale purple cone flower, and it's often used in, in flower gardens uh, because it attracts butterflies and it's pretty. And with uh, echinacea, you know, sometimes it's just the, the leaves that are used in certain herbs or the flowers or the roots. Echinacea, all three of those, the flowers, the leaves and the roots all have medicinal properties. This is one I had not heard of before. Where is it primarily? Is there a place where it primarily grows or I don't, is it just one of those I don't kind of know you see or? it a lot in um herbal like um compositions and yeah that's Ruthie snoring if you're wondering <laughs> um on my lap it, there, it's a lot it's used a lot in different herbal um teas and things you'll see like echinacea as an ingredient but I, I really don't know mm, okay uh, so the um the, the roots, so the roots, for example, I said that the flowers, the leaves, and the roots all have um, medicinal properties. Mm-hmm. The roots have really high concentrations of oils. And then the leaves and flowers contain phytochemicals that trigger immune function. So can um, stimulate your immune system to help fight disease and infections and things like that. Okay, so some... Benefits include can reduce the chances of catching a cold or can shorten the duration of a cold once you've gotten one. Can also help to relieve pain from headaches, measles, snake bites. Hopefully you don't need it for that. Right. (laughs) Sore throats and toothaches. And by the way, if you do have a snake bite, I wouldn't recommend just doing this. Just using this. (laughs) Get yourself to to a doctor doctor first. (laughs) Uh, Echinacea tea can act as a laxative, but don't drink too much. No more than two cups a day. I think that kind of goes with any laxative, right? Don't don't use too much. Uh, Yeah. And it it can also reduce inflammation over time when it's consumed regularly. Okay. And higher doses can have some side effects. So unlike the chamomile, where we talked Mm -hmm. about not really known side effects, including nausea and dizziness, side effects can be worse in people who suffer from seasonal allergies say so it might not be a good herb for you if that's something that you're affected by mm-hmm. so you so um to some extent some, you know yeah. this is one of those things where when i became a vegetarian and my body started to change remember i used to get really bad cedar fever mm-hmm. and i hardly ever get that anymore in fact even a few weeks ago when i was sick i thought it was Cedar fever, but it turned out to be some little bug. It wasn't mm-hmm. really allergies because you caught it too. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, not not so much. But I would probably still use it cautiously. Right, right, all right. So let's uh, let's talk about lavender. My my current favorite herb behind your ears. Yes, 
Um, no, and she's not wearing like lavender sprigs behind <laughs> her ears. We'll, we'll explain. Uh, all right. So lavender is the most, you most used essential oil today worldwide. Uh, you know, it, the benefits of lavender have been known for more than 2,500 years. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. Unlike many essential, other essential oils, lavender is gentle enough to apply directly to your skin which is a good thing. A lot of them you don't, you definitely don't want to do that because it can burn you because they're just so strong mm-hmm. and so concentrated. Yeah, you have to dilute them. Mm-hmm. But lavender is very gentle. All right. So some of the benefits of lavender, it's an antioxidant. It can reduce stress and improve mood. It has unique properties to help guard against neurological damage and treat neurological issues like migraine, stress, anxiety, and depression. It can also help you with relieving some stress and improve your sleep. And this is what we were talking about Earlier when Larissa was referring to behind my ears, she came into, I've been having trouble sleeping the last few days. And I think it's just because, you know, as I've mentioned, if you're a listener of the podcast, I recently was laid off from my 20 year corporate job. And while things are looking really good for us, as far as our personal projects, there's a lot of uncertainty right now when you're used to going to the same job for 20 years and kind of the same paycheck and all that (laughs) stuff. It, it, uh, there's some stress there. So yeah, so I've had some trouble sleeping these last few days and Larissa came into the room while I was working yesterday and she, she said, hang on. And she put a dab of lavender behind each of my ears. And she said, this is supposed to help you with winding down before bedtime. Mm -hmm. Um, it didn't, Really helped me last night, but I think we're just getting to be- into bed too late. Though, yeah, too, so. yeah. And I also sprayed. Uh, last week I made a, a like a pillow, a linen spray with lavender and uh, a couple of other ingredients, and I so I sprayed our pillows really well with that last night. But yeah, I think that uh, we just got to bed really late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, but it is supposed to help with that. In fact, I was listening to another podcast, or I couldn't remember where I was. I heard this, but there was some, I th- maybe it had to do around the Olympics or something where there was some people that th- lavender spray is mm-hmm. really popular. They would be borrowing each other's to mm-hmm. go to sleep because mm-hmm. they, it was used for a very restful sleep to help them feel energized. I know it was athletes that were involved. I just don't remember the context. Right. And, you know, so you can, uh, at, like we did last night, put just a couple of, you know, like on a Q-tip, just rub it behind your ears, or you can use a diffuser by your bed overnight, so that'll just kind of you know keep diffusing that. Um, That's a good idea. Maybe lavender try that essential too. oil. Now, see the challenge that we're going to have with you is you wear a CPAP mask. Oh, that's true. So yeah. you kind of can't smell anything in there. I mean, you for sure can't smell dog farts. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I can. <laughs> you can't. That's good. Uh, yeah. All but, right. But uh, yeah, so that might be an issue. We'll have to figure that out. That's why I think for you, it's good to kind of do it before. Yeah, that's you funny when I've got my bed. mask on. You go, oh man, the dog just farted, and I and said, she's basking I said, in the mask. Ah, sucks to be you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of these days I'm just going to unplug your hose. <laughs> All right, so lavender can also help in speeding up healing of uh, burns and cuts due to antimicrobial pop- properties of lavender. Mm-hmm. Uh, relieves headaches. So combine two drops of, of lavender oil and peppermint oil. And rub into the templates in the back of the neck. And this is actually, I've heard 
Are we going to talk about peppermint? Yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, did, did I do peppermint? peppermint in here? I did originally, but I don't... Yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah, because yeah. peppermint I, I don't is remember another... if I made the final cut or not. <laughs> peppermint is another very popular one, so we'll get to that, but mm-hmm. uh, for pain relief. Okay, and lavender can also pro- provide relief for chapped lips. So you just add a couple of drops of lavender oil to a carrier like shea butter, coconut oil, jojoba oil, Jojoba. Jojoba. That's kind of like aquafaba. (laughs) (laughs) Or sweet almond oil and rub it into your lips. And I can totally see how that would be Mm -hmm. very relieving because it's just very... Soothing. Yeah, soft, right. That's exactly what I think. And then the same same, uh, kind of mixture can help relieve uh, sunburn pain. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so so this does have some possible interactions or side effects. Lavender can increase the effectiveness of certain medications for sleep disorders and depression. Mm-hmm. And it uh, you should also avoid lavender if you're going to be undergoing anesthesia in the near future. So it sounds like it kind of exacerbates some of that. Right. I think it's because of that. It just relaxes and everything. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of intensifies those effects, right? Right. All right, so let's talk about marigold. Okay. Marigold is every you know everybody knows marigold is a flower right and i love marigolds Mar- marigolds are are um not everybody likes marigolds because they have a very st- strong um distinctive smell mm. and i happen to like that smell but not everybody does yeah i don't care for it yeah, that much. yeah 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 uh, all right but one now there are multiple species of marigolds but one species called um calendula officinal- officinalis uh commonly just called calendula or pot marigold and that's pot like the pot you put it in not like marijuana marijuana (laughs) marijuana marigold no uh pot marigold uh so calendula has been used for many centuries to make healing teas ointments and other topical treatments so some of the benefits of calendula marigolds they aid uh, it aids in healing skin conditions and relieving pain, so sunburn, warts, insect bites, um, acne, dry skin, blisters. Even that's kind of cool, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it can also help relieve symptoms of digestive diseases such as uh, colitis, gastritis, astrid, a- astrid reflux, <laughs> acid reflux, and ulcers. Uh, it can boost immune response to help fight sore throats, cough, and fever. And then uh, in the form of a salve can be helpful in treating fungal infections on the feet and uh, around the eyes, mouth, and skin. Okay, so let's talk next about parsley. Parsley is high in nutrients. I did not realize this as I was looking through some of this earlier. Uh, it is. I realized it was nutritious but didn't realize just how nutritious so it has vitamin k about 496 milligrams vitamin c 40 milligrams vitamin a 128 milligrams folate 48 uh, milligrams iron 92 milligrams calcium 40 milligrams magnesium 16 milligrams potassium 168 milligrams this is crazy because it's partially as a lot of times that thing you flick off your plate exactly right <laughs> it was probably one of the healthiest things on your plate right and i forgot to put this in here but those um amounts are for i think a half a cup of like um like loosely packed parsley mm-hmm. one of the two common types of uh, parsley flat leaf italian and curly leaf flat leaf has a stronger flavor and it's easier to grow i think that's what we had before 
Uh, I've done you... both. Uh-huh. I've done both, but um, the flat leaf is what I like better. Uh-huh. Um, it, it's really, I mean, it's, to me, the flavor is the same. It's just flat leaf is, yeah, a little stronger, but I just, it's easier to work with, I think. All right, so let's talk about some of the potential benefits. So parsley contains a wide range of antioxidants that helps to remove free radicals from the body. It acts as a natural diuretic, so it helps relieve bloating. It does this by helping to stimulate your kidney production of urine and draws excess water out of the abdomen. Yeah, so it uh, it may, because of this, it may help to resolve kidney... T- <laughs> Wow. (laughs) May help to resolve kidney stones, uh, help with urinary tract infections and gallbladder infections. So now here's the thing. In order to get those benefits, the best way to do it is to drink strong parsley tea. Uh, And I just got to say, that just sounds awful. It does sound awful. That sounds just really, really (laughs) terrible. So, yeah. uh, yeah, Okay. Okay, If I ever get to the point where I'm going to have kidney stones, where I have kidney (laughs) stones, I may reevaluate that. But I can tell you right now, it's probably going to be a negative. (laughs) Okay. Just a side note. Jake is our cat, is intentionally, he he does this little uh, teasing the dogs, and he is walking... Very slowly, back and forth in front of the door. Is he? It's behind. The door is behind me. And I see Ruthie, who's still on Larissa's lap. Her ear is just kind of moving, and her head just total, just slowly turning a little bit. But he, he intentionally does. He's a turd. He is. He really is. Okay, so uh, parsley contains antibacterial and antifungal properties. This is one of the oils, though. So the parsley oil is also very strong, and it can burn the skin when applied at full strength. So you don't want to just put that right on your skin. You're going to have to be sure to mix it very well with some uh, with a carrier oil. Right, right, exactly. So now, chewing parsley can help to reduce bad breath, uh, and that's because it because it has antimicrobial properties. It kills the uh, bacteria that's huh. causing that bad breath. And I've heard that before, chewing parsley. I, I don't think I would want to do that either. I just, it's just not. I'm going to eat some onion and then I'm going to choose on some parsley and see what happens. There goes Jake again. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a tease. All right. So let's talk, let's talk about peppermint. You had mentioned this earlier. Uh All right. So peppermint uh, may possibly be the most widely beneficial herb. I mean, there are so many ways that peppermint can uh, soothe or help with, you know, healing or um, pain or different things. There, There are just way too many to talk about all of them here, but we'll just mention a few. How's that? That sounds good. <clears throat> okay. So uh, peppermint essential oil is a very effective natural painkiller and it also is a muscle relaxant so that's why you have a lot of these um um creams and and rubs that have they'll have the capsaicin in it but they also have like a a peppermint Uh right um because it's very helpful in uh, relieving uh, muscle soreness so inhaling peppermint oil will often immediately open up sinus passages. Even just saying inhaling peppermint oil, I think just increased, opened up my sinus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just when you said that, I was like, oh, I can breathe. <sighs> um, and uh, so that's, this is why... It's like uh, one of those things like where you tell somebody 
imagine biting a lemon and all of a sudden they start to salivate, you know, just thinking <laughs> about that. That kind of is how my sinuses just went. <sighs> okay. You're weird. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, but for this reason, it peppermint can be helpful with uh, providing for relief for colds, for coughs, sinusitis, uh, asthma, bronchitis. And, you know, we've done this before when one of us has had a cold, heating water and, you know, putting uh, really hot water in a bowl so with the oh, steam. Yeah. And yeah. then you just drop in a couple of drops of peppermint oil, essential oil, you don't need much, just like two drops. And then you, you know, put a towel over your head and stick your head over the bowl and breathe. And oh my gosh, that works so well. So mm-hmm. much. It just, it relieves some of that sinus pain, but then it also opens up your sinuses so you can breathe. Okay. So uh, here's something I didn't know. Inhaling peppermint essential oil can stave off the munchies. I had not heard that. Yeah. And so it can can uh, supposedly help you feel full faster. So huh. if you use a diffuser with peppermint essential oil at dinner time, or even if you can't do that, um, apply a couple of drops on your temples or chest. And then uh, you can also just have, if you have a bottle of peppermint essential oil, just take a couple of deep, you know, breaths from that bottle, just smell and that is supposed to help with your um, c- kind of curb your appetite a little bit. Interesting. Yeah, I'll have to try that. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's also a natural bug repellent and can aid in digestive issues. Now, this is the one I think most people are familiar with as far as healing property of properties of peppermint. Mm-hmm. It's considered a natural treatment for IBS because it acts as a muscle relaxant, drinking peppermint tea or aiding a drop of or adding, adding, adding a drop of peppermint oil to your glass of water at mealtime can also help to prevent uh, or relieve bloating and intestinal discomfort. Mm-hmm. I have right. heard that. You have a stomachache, mm-hmm. have some peppermint tea. Right. Yeah. The same thing with nausea, um, adding a drop of peppermint oil to water that you're drinking or uh, rub a, a drop or two behind your ears or you can diffuse it again. And here's something that, that I... Uh, that actually has helped me if my stomach is upset, just a peppermint hard candy mm. actually helps. Yeah. The only uh, thing with the hard candy is the sugar, sugar. component. Yeah. But still, right, there goes Jake. Yeah, you he, saw him now. Yes. He's just <laughs> and he's doing this slow stride. So, you know, he's not really doing And it's back and forth. So, you know, he's not really doing anything. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of seeing what they're up to, mm-hmm. <laughs> teasing them. No, he wants to play with them so badly. <laughs> and I think once Ruthie calms down, you know, a little bit more out of her puppyhood, they're getting there, you know, but she's still just oh, yeah. a little they bit can hyper just, They can all hang, like, right mm-hmm. around you. So that's pretty cool. Okay, uh, the last one we're going to talk about today is rosemary. Rosemary contains a phytochemical called carnosol, and it's a rich antioxidant. It has anti-cancer and anti-inflammatory properties. This is a really good example of one of the herbs I was referring to earlier where I think, mm, it's just the flavoring, you uh-huh. know, but you forget. Right. It's got these other properties to it that are more important, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, the, it targets cells to reduce inflammation and may help balance an- androgen and estrogen in the body. And it may increase nerve growth factor for healing nerve tissues, hmm. damaged nurse, nerve tissues. See, this would have been good when I was having, when I had my surgery, mm-hmm. when I tore my Achilles tendon, that kind of thing. That would have been really good. Right. So now rosemary also may help uh, your body to detoxify. So supplementing with rosemary uh, greatly en- enhances your body's bile flow. 
And that is uh, essential for fat metabolism and detoxification. So in your liver, your kidneys, uh, your gallbladder, for all of that, it's really, uh, it can really help to get those nasty toxins out of there. And then, uh, you know, rosemary is super easy to grow. And it really can be used in so many ways for cooking. So that's good. And, you know, I also use it for cleaning, for adding to um, cleaning products when I make cleaning products. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. 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 So lots, lots of uses for rosemary. All right. Well, hopefully this has given you some insight into some of the healing and the health benefits of some of the more popular herbs. As I mentioned, this is probably going to spin off into a part two. I can see that easily happening. Well, and I was thinking that um, uh, maybe doing an episode on cooking with with mm-hmm. herbs, like what? How? Yeah, some good recipes, maybe or something, right, or um, tips for yeah, tips you know. for cooking with herbs. Oh, that's a good one. Tips mm-hmm. for cooking with herbs. Yeah. All right. Uh, with that, let's move into the recipe of the week. Perfect. Perfect segue. <laughs> All right, so the recipe, this recipe was suggested in the Peas and Carrots uh, group on Facebook by Moana Newman. And this is a recipe that she uh, posted from uh, the Oshi Glows website. And, you know, we love that website. And it is vegan lasagna with basil cashew cheese. Cheese with a Z. Yeah. Vegan cheese. So, and I thought that was good because it has basil in it. And Mm -hmm. we just talked about basil. Right. All right. What about a product this week? The product this week is Dr. Bronner's soap and other products. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Bronner, if you're not familiar, has a long line of products. Mm-hmm. And uh, But today we'll be talking about the soap. So there was a re- recent question in our peas and carrots group uh, that said, I've got a non-food vegetarian question. Soap. Our veggie soap seems to leave a gross coating in our pipes which builds up catches everything else and really slows down the drains we have a mini strainer i don't know what it's called but it's lots bigger and i could drain my pasta (laughs) in the bathtub (laughs) anyone anyone else any solutions someone suggested dr bronner's and we love their products so we thought we would make it would make a great product this week Mm -hmm. so here's some properties of dr bronner's products that we really like they're organic vegan Earth-friendly, and the soaps include Castile Bar Soap, Liquid Castile Soap, Organic Sugar Soap, Organic Shaving Soap. Other products include shampoo, lip balm, hand sanitizer, lotions, and all-purpose cleaner. So, yeah, these are tried and true, and uh, we highly recommend them. Mm Mm-hmm. And the links will be, uh, uh, Amazon affiliate links will be in the show notes for this episode. And uh, to view those show notes, just uh, head out to uh, vegetarianzen.com forward slash uh, 249. Okay, so that leads to our question of the week. The question this week is, do you use herbs as a natural part of your healthcare and how? So that could be either in cooking or some of the other ways that we talked about, like in perhaps health and uh, beauty products. If you do, please feel free to leave us a link or specifics about any sort of uh, recipes or how you use them in different Mm -hmm. things. Because as we mentioned, this will probably spin off into other episodes and we'd be happy to share your uh, recommendations with others. Yep. That's how this community rolls. That's how we roll. All right. And now I got to go because my legs are asleep. (laughs) And we're going to go walk the dogs around the lake. So that should be awesome. That should wake up my legs. Yes. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time. Peace out. Bye. 
Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.